Hello there, and you're very welcome along to Barra Abbreviated. This is a podcast where I talk news, random topics, and movies. I hope you're keeping well. So, before things get started, I would like to address something that I said in last week's episode. In particular, I did say there wouldn't be an episode this week, but obviously there is one, because here we are. But I actually didn't realise it was Thanksgiving this week, and I had an idea for a Thanksgiving episode, just for the reason you're hear me this week. Um, now, personally, I actually don't celebrate Thanksgiving, or nor do I know much about it, but what I do know is that it's all about family and the importance of looking after your loved ones most. So, uh, what better film franchise that sticks to this belief than the Fast and Furious franchise? And to help celebrate that occasion, I have along with me my good housemate, Mark Hayden. Mark, thank you very much for coming in. No problem. Good to be here. And I'd also just like to add, you, uh, you've now been introduced to all my housemates, in case anyone thinks we live in a big house with a load of us. That is all four of us, so <laughs> yeah, no, there'll be no more guest appearances in person anyway. But um, Mark, I know you and you know me, but would you like to let all the listeners let in who you are? Um, yeah, my name's Mark, um, originally from Calvin, and ended up here in Letterkenny. Uh, studying in the college here and that's where I met Barry and the other two housemates living here with them for two years and uh, no complaints so far and yeah no complaints so far and he's you're actually you're doing the same course as Sean I am on yeah, side, so. engineering yeah yeah it's like that's how we kind of know each other anyway so um, and having uh, Mark Hayden on for this car kind of car based film is no coincidence because Mark Hayden is a massive car head <laughs> I don't know about that now. Oh, um, car enthusiast. Car enthusiast, but probably even that sounds a little bit cringy. But <laughs> the man owns a Lexus that he has <laughs> polished, super shiny clean. It's his wallpaper on his phone, all right. And the man also drives a beautiful blue. Well, we call it the Swift. <laughs> the Swift. The Swift. And um, Mark, uh, before we actually get started into the actual movie review, I sometimes do a wee bit of news, so I'm going to throw out a wee bit of news. Does that sound good? That's good. Perfect. So, um, would you be a would you be a big reader of your local newspapers? Um, the odd time. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't get them every week now, but. Oh, well, if yeah, I see I get a big headline. I'd get it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's always important to support local. Yeah. But um, and when I was home this week, and I did get to read a headline, well, it's headline, a feature, a feature in the Donegal News, and it was honestly it shocked me that the fact that it even was news, but still, I found it amazing all the same. Like this is why I'm still talking about it. But uh, Mark, what would you say is the average lifespan of a kettle? I'm gonna say eight to ten years. Eight to ten years. That is. That's, that's pretty good. I got eight to ten years out of kettle. I think I got his money worth. Oh, good. But anyway, in the paper, it reported that man bought a kettle back in 1984, making it 36 years old, and it is still working to this day. Uh, how that is news, I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's kind of a dry week or dry couple of months Most anyway. Mean, yeah. yeah, with COVID being on. But I think that's amazing. And he even went as far as to say that the fuse in the kettle has never been replaced. So hard to believe, yeah. Yeah, I think if we could all get one of those, we'd be doing pretty well. And if you actually remember when we got our kettle here, um, the first day we got it oh, when we yes. tried it, yeah, yeah. So like, it wasn't like a super fancy kettle. I think it was one from like Eurogiant. Yeah. And um, when you press down the lever on it, it like has an LED in it. But the first day we got it, it like it just broke. <laughs> the LED went in anyway. <laughs> Shocking like that. They just don't make them like they used to. So, with all that said, we're now getting into the movie. 
Fast Five. Uh, I don't think we're going to go spoiler free here because this movie came out years ago. Plus, with the Fast yeah. and Furious movies, they're basically all kind of the same, and you won't be able to tell them apart if we start being vague with answers. So we'll start off with the plot. Now, Mark, what was the plot? Um, the plot. Um, load of friends and family driving cars around. Uh, street racing. <laughs> few guns, things like that. Standard stuff. Roll the script. Yeah, roll, <laughs> roll, roll, roll credits. Credits. But, um, yeah, if him, because people might not know Fast Five, it's the one with this, they rob the safe in Rio. So it starts off, they rescue Dom from prison in yeah. a beautiful Honda oh, NSX. NSX. You were quite Home excited. Mothers. Yeah, if I remember, <laughs> if I remember correctly, you were quite happy to see that on screen. <laughs> yeah. That and the driver. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! She oh, she is beautiful. I don't know. I actually don't know her name. Or she hasn't been in anything else. Oh, well, isn't that? Not sure. To be honest. Well, maybe she just has one note and she just nails that. She probably gets paid well enough for it as well. Yeah, like she probably does. Yeah, but anyway, after rescuing Dom, they're then kind of on the run, and they end up like getting in with this deal of stealing cars off a train, and then from the train the train then they realize like the guy that they steal all the cars off that he's into shady business. So they kind of take it upon themselves to like steal all of his money, and they basically then just <laughs> as you do. yeah like they basically then become like a super elite alpha <laughs> heist team. Like I don't think it's like not even talking about untrained as well. Yeah, exactly. Like they just like basically have to be told what to do. It's kind of like a Lego manual. It's yeah. like okay, next step. Yeah, no questions. <laughs> oh, that's so good, and um, well, basically like they end up they get this safe anyway, and they end up dragging it through the entire city using it as just a wrecking ball. Killing probably a couple hundred of people, injuring the loads anyway, and they all get away with the money. And that's the beauty of the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, just drive off into the sunset. You don't ask questions. No, just you have to go with it, on that. And um, I think that's because we both really liked we that was, when we were asking like which one yeah, should we watch. That was always the one that came to mind whenever I thought of the best of the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Uh, why? What would you say is the worst one? Oh, the worst one. Probably the one previous to that. Yeah. Oh, the smuggling drugs through the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. The that. Fast and the Furious that was called. Or I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, they're all they all have Fast and the word Furious <laughs> in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that that is a shocking one. But I think what kind of played to this one well that the fact that it kind of looked very realistic. Yeah. yeah. It was well made. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially like that wrecking ball scene at the end with the safe. It looked it looked very good. Um and kind of with the, one of the special things now with Fast Five is that they had the first time of like bringing all the people from the different movies yeah. in all in one. So um, who do you think would have been like was the best person that they brought back? A uh, personal favorite was probably Ludacris. Yeah. From the Too Fast Too Furious, I think was the one where he first made an appearance. It's like him and like Tyrese have this yeah. kind of thing going on. I think they they play off one another really well. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think this is like totally not related, but it just came in my head here now. Do you remember the bit? I think it's the end of the next one where like the rock comes to tell them like they're all they all all their charges have been cleared. Oh, all free, yeah. Yeah, at the very end at the yeah. picnic scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, that's if you don't know what we're on about, but basically they're at this because it's all about family. They're all yeah. together eating at the very end of the film. They drinking Corona. Yeah, they defeated the bad guy, and um, basically, I think Tyrese Gibbons and says something smart to the rock. And then he says something like, you better hide that big-ass forehead. Oh, yeah. And Ludacris just, per, like, I think he was drinking Corona and just spits that all out. 
because <laughs> that line was improvised and it just but it just works so well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like they also bring the rock in on this as well, and well, the man is. I don't know, say like twenty percent water from just the baby oil. It's oh just yeah, dripping off the whole time. Big man. Oh, like huge. <laughs> not could be better name with the Rock, and uh, I don't. Anyone else stand out in the group? Um, probably. Oh yeah, uh, Han. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, they couldn't done the heist without him. No, <laughs> he, he really played his part now throughout the movie. Yeah, like yeah, if you actually watch it back, well, would you even want to watch this back? Not sure. No, not sure. Not but, for another while, anyway. Yeah, and um, well, Han actually has no effect on the plot whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cause do you remember the one time when he is asked to go and oh, do his yeah. thing with Dom? Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, he he's given the role of like get the bad guy's fingerprints so they can use to get into the safe, and when he goes go to do it, Gal Gal Gadot's character she goes along with him as well, and then she just ends up doing the job for him. <laughs> And that's the, that's the only thing he had to do in the whole film, and that's just where it leaves off. And didn't even do it. Yeah. <laughs> Freeloader, and I think he got a couple of mil out of it. Yeah, so, valuable member of the heist well, team. Absolutely, couldn't have done it without him. Um, and another thing kind of stuck out to me was the like the moments, the wee bits of cheesy dialogue. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Plenty were... to choose from. Oh, yeah. Well, what would be your favourite moment? Um. Oh God, there's an awful lot of them. Um, an awful lot of them. One, the ones with the rock, just stuff is said. Yeah. Do, do you try to think off the top of my head here? Do you think they're ones he said himself, or they're actually in the script? Cause I wouldn't put a pass him. I don't it. know. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. Yeah, because like the rock can be cheesy stuff as well. Like I like the rock. I think he's class, oh, yeah. but. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. There is the one moment when they're at the street race. When like kind of because it's all oh, about yes, yes it's all yes. about family. That's yeah. like that is that is the main theme of this. But yeah. um, when then a uh, rock goes to arrest all the Toretto gang and everything, but uh, they said like because the street have their back. Vin Diesel throws oh. up his arms and just every man, woman, and child <laughs> just brings out a Glock and just points it straight at them. Yeah. They're like, okay, we're under death. Difficult here. to watch. So what was that scene? <laughs> oh yeah, like it's hard to watch. Oh, it, it, it was beautiful. It was art in motion. <laughs> So, um, uh, did you like the fact that it was set in, well, Rio? Do you think kind of added more to it? Um, yeah, I suppose, well, that's kind of where they're from, isn't it? Or maybe not Rio, but that... Is it, are you saying because they're such a multicultural family, you know, they're, yeah, home, they're, they're, they're home every, anywhere? There is a bit of everyone, yeah. there is a bit of everyone in the group. Yeah, um, next, yeah, like, actually, when I was looking into this for a bit of research... I don't know how many people have done research for Fast Five, but it actually turned out that it, most of it's actually shot in Puerto Rico for like this big, like it did a tax break for it. But like, I still, I still looked. I couldn't tell the difference in Rio de Janeiro anyway, to say, but yeah. I think it looked, it matched in really well. And um, from uh, the Fast and Furious franchise is actually known as like, of course, just kind of even with the name, it's like a street racer film. Like that's how they all started out. But with this one, and I think that's kind of must be why we like it because it kind of shifted yeah. and became something more. So it was like a heist film. But the parts they then start to cut out, which I thought could have been pretty funny as a callback, was actual street racing. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they get, get to rob this one guy's car. And, well, not rob it, they do for pink slips. And we don't yeah. even see it. Yeah. Yeah, because he's just talking shit to them. And then they're like, okay, do the race. And just cuts the next scene. Yeah. They have his car. With his car. Okay. 
So uh, now we're getting on to a bit that I like to call Remember That Bit. So it was just bits that in the film that I yeah. think I'd like to bring up made a bit mention. So the bit I would like to talk about is at the very end, they're taking the safe through the, the streets and they just kill so many innocent yeah. people. And the damage to the actual city itself is horrendous. Oh, yeah. The buildings torn down. Just, oh. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure they just bulldoze like a post office. Yeah, oh, it's horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's something you couldn't see yourself doing, Mark. No, I don't think so. Not after a few through Calvin. No, don't think the Lexus will have enough power now to pull the pull the safe. Oh, well, <laughs> well, we could probably we can build ourselves up to it. So um, and yeah, and actually from that so much damage, you actually start to quit. Like we find ourselves realizing like these these are just bad yeah, people. Who is the bad? Who is the good guy and the bad guy in the movie? Yeah. All the all the policemen and women, the police cars just run off the road and yeah, it's horrendous. <laughs> yeah, just like the morals of this group. But um, do you think uh, any of the stunts and stuff that they done that you could have carried out yourself? I don't think so. Not even that. We <laughs> not even the what is it? The street race that they do in the police cars. That's just a straight line. Driving on a straight line. Could you do that? We could just about manage that. Yeah, I think I could. I think. <laughs> And um, yeah, just to finish up on talking about f- Fast Five, um, where do you think you can see this going in the future? That's a hard question. Um, they've been all over the world, really. They've, they've covered Earth, really, I think, <laughs> pretty much as a majority. Hard to know where they'd go next. You say they're aiming for the stars. Aim for the stars, maybe. <laughs> um, do, you ever, do you ever think they'll like, go do back a back in time one? Like... They'll go that bonkers. Uh, like a prequel? Well, like, maybe. But like even that, I think they could probably even do something. Like, sure, even like the God's Eye, that one, or something that can yeah, hack absolutely anything. Yeah. Like, reason's gone out the window. Ridiculous like, Yeah. Oh, we sorry. Like, one of them steals a DeLorean, goes back in time, and like, <laughs> stops. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you know how Han's now in the new one, though? Yeah. And he actually died. But that one is, I think, a prequel... Or is it no? He dies in Tokyo Drift, and that is actually happens all after what we've seen. All of the ones we've seen, yeah. I think it happens after number six or seven. It's hard to keep going, to be yeah, honest. They're on, they're on nine now, like, but I think that kind of says enough about the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> so uh, before we finish up, I would like to ask you, Mark, uh, how do you feel from the big win on Sunday? Brilliant. There's not one Calvin person who doesn't feel great. 23 years, too long. Great to have the, the cup back in Calvin now. Yeah. Fair enough, fair play. Yes, like, from like what I've seen, it was like, they were they were, they were were the better team. It was a good, good game now, yeah. Yeah. Wishing you all the best of luck against Dublin now. What's the predictions? Ah, it'll be an easy game. For, for Dublin. For Dublin. <laughs> Just an exercise. Okay. And uh, that's all for this week. If you would like to get in contact with the podcast, you can do that on Instagram at Barry Abbreviated. That's where I post all updates and announcements. I also have an email, which is barryabbreviated at gmail.com. So you can just shoot me an email there. Uh, I'd like to thank Rob O'Sullivan for always putting these up. You can find his details in the description. As for next week's episode, uh, I'm not too sure there will be one, I guess, with kind of just kind of see how thing plays out with just like college work and that like I said I didn't plan on one having having one this week and here we are uh, anything you'd like to mention Hayden before we go 
no, just it was great to be on. Thanks for having me. Oh, jeez, you're off the <laughs> aren't you? We'll definitely have you back sometime in the future. Um, and like, uh, thank you very much for listening along yourselves. Uh, this has been Barry Abbreviated. It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. All right, cheerio, folks. <laughs>